Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We provide fan-oriented and analytic discussions on a variety of animated shows, movies, and anime, currently featuring Steven Universe, Miraculous Ladybug, The New Powerpuff Girls, and Voltron Legendary Defender. I am Dylan Heisen, and today I am joined by Delaney Stovall. Hello. And Justin Cummings. Hello, everybody. Today, Delaney, Justin, and I will be discussing Season 1 as a whole of Miraculous Ladybug. This is the first of our Miraculous Ladybug weekly roundtables. Um, th- thanks to your guys' incredible support of our Mean Delaney's episode discussions, uh, which we just finished last week with so nice. The Origins. Uh, this will be an evergreen show for us on Overly Animated. We'll be discussing Miraculous Ladybug every week whether there's a new episode or not. So that's what these roundtables will be, us discussing a specific topic. I mean, I'm not going to promise every week, but probably I will try for that. But um, yeah, so like we're doing this with Steven Universe right now. Like we've done our, we just did our 10th roundtable. So discussing specific topics. Um, So just whatever. I mean, there's enough ships to last like two months. (laughs) Like we could could just do ones on different And four of them are the same two Yeah, right. Like there's going to be, there's going to be Marinette and Adrian month where we just do the different, like because each one deserves its own like that's the beautiful thing about it so that's what's happening so um if you guys haven't checked out me and delaney's episode discussions we we spent half a year going through every single episode of the show um literal half a year and now we're caught up and uh spoilers for from here on out on the overlimited podcast spoilers for all of miraculous ladybug um, and you or, guys can just tell us stuff because you're not yeah, going to. Now you can. Us yeah, now you can tell us all the theories. I've started getting them. I don't know if I'm going to remember to say all of them on here. Um, but uh, yeah, we're going to get into all of season one general impressions. Um, like uh, we're bringing in Justin, who has not been on the Book <laughs> podcast before. So here's Justin, and he will get his take on the show, and we will continue covering it until we get to. Um, Whenever we're getting new episodes, I've heard like some I've, holiday. Like I've heard September. I've heard July. I've heard 2017. I mean, it's not going to be July. It seems like, but right. uh, let yeah. me hope. Maybe. Uh, Maybe so, July in South Korea. Uh, okay, just just a warning. Uh, we're caught up on the show now, so I've seen all the episodes. We, I ha- I don't know everything that Thomas uh, Ostruck is tweeted. So, like, if there's something I say and a tweet that he's written contradicts that, then just, I read his Twitter. Okay, then maybe Justin will point it out, but just just point like it's I'm I'm not blaspheming. I just don't know, so just leave a comment informing or like, things from the webisodes. So that we're going the, okay, to so start watching. Hopefully next week's uh, roundtable will be on the webisodes, or at least half of them. Maybe we'll split them up. So we're going to cover the webisodes after, but we still as of now have not seen the webisodes, right? So okay. have mercy on us. So those are those are the the warnings, but we have seen. So most of our knowledge here is going to be in just episodes, what episodes it presents us, but. It, 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 if Justin like error, I have also seen some tweets from him. If that's that's like fair game too. Right. So if you want to bring that up, okay. Um, let's. I mean, let's start here, Justin. Uh, your take on the show as a whole, um, like any general, very general take, and what stands out to you uh, from this show, Miraculous Ladybug. Uh, my best general take I can give. I already kind of said it. Uh, I did a blog post. This show truly is Kodoka 2.0. If you haven't seen it. I uh, did a great blog post on it, I think. Just shameless plug right there. The pacing, it was a lot, a lot of filler. But I thought it was still worth watching. And then at the end, I think that's what we're going to get in Season 2. We're going to get a bit more of that pacing. So it was an incredible show, great concept. But I think it has a lot more to offer than what we've seen so far. 
Yeah, but okay. So yeah, we'll definitely get into this. And the Code comparison, we'll talk about that in a second. But like, really? Did you enjoy uh, season one? Uh, yes. Like, 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 and and like, what does that mean? Like, Delaney and I enjoyed it, but we we have caveats. Like, yes, it's like it's clearly not on Steven Universe's level. Like, would you agree with that? Yeah, I, I'd agree with that. It's a very it's a different kind of show entirely. Right. Yeah, but it's it's very like a very much enjoyable season one filled yeah. with like pretty good episodes, stuff like that. Right. Um, yeah, it was, it was a good for a beginning point of the show. I thought it was, I thought the decision to go in media rest with starting right in the middle of stuff, I thought that was a bit unusual, but I kind of get why. The fact that they didn't start with the origin, they put that at the end. Right, yeah, we're going to talk about uh, about the placement of the origin episode again. Um, quickly about Code Lyoko. So, um so uh, fun yeah so a uh, re- origin story of dylan here's the origin story Co- <laughs> code lyoko was my first online fandom when i was like 11 what right yeah so uh this was like pre-avatar i was into the show this is my first one so i'm very much aware of code lyoko uh i have not like marathon the series in forever but like this was my favorite show when i was younger um there's a lot of comparisons to mirac- this miraculous ladybug season one with season one of code lyoko uh, the obvious like thing to say is like they're made by similar people um like thomas the hashtag kid france worked on code Lyoko and like there's only so many people in france who work on animation right so, <laughs> so, so they're france. kind of all the same but uh, i mean that's like france is a big place but it's not like as big as like uh animation in japan or the united states but um yeah it's it's somewhat similar people i mean it's just such a similar structure i mean you have the repeating uh you have the the uh we, we i think i feel like we talked about this uh, at some point in Delaney and I's discussions, but we right. talked the the uh, the akumatized uh, like the butterfly being the Xana like plug the Xana uh, eyes right like whatever there's no name for that but yeah it's just and like affecting the real world in some way and then um, just and then the going into the superhero mode is the going into the is going into Lyoko like it's it's they've never similar. met the villain. Never met the villain. I mean, it's different because Anna's not a thing, but it's, yeah. And it's the, the bit, one of the biggest one is the reused animation. Every episode is in a very similar manner like this. The, it it represents Mm -hmm. the plot elements that happen over. It's a process to become the hero. It takes like scanner, the, yeah. I mean, yeah, I get the scanners, the transformation. It's, it's, it's very similar things. Miraculous Um, ladybug. That cry is the, it's literal return to the past. It's the same there's there's the every episode yeah and the thought that okay now we're moving into more plot territory much like code Lyoko did in season two um i think that's an assumption uh i don't think that's necessarily true i also think that code Lyoko season two wasn't um purely plot heavy so I, I but it was more of a balance than season one was there was more plot stuff continuous structured stuff but it was also a lot of the same i think um i could be not remembering correctly yeah but. Uh, they're, three was probably the most serial, but two was kind of right. 50, but 50. then, but then they do get into serialized stuff in like three and four. So, um, yeah. But season one was like ninety percent filler. The difference, I would say, is that, uh, and this is a big difference, the Kodlioko season one finale, something happened. Um, there's, I don't think the similar thing happens in Miraculous Ladybug. I think Volpina is going to play a bigger role than you think. And also, like, I think that's the big thing from the finale. And then also, actually meeting Master, is it Fu or Wu? Uh, Fu. I think that also is kind of the big switch. 
So they hinted things that could happen, but in Code Lyoko right. at the end, like Alita Light comes to the real world. Like that's yes, a thing that that's actually the big happens. Switch. Like, like there's nothing like that here. Like so not, that, not, their re- their reality doesn't change. Like there's still like there's no the show is in the same place women. now, except from mm. uh except from Marinette meeting Master Fu. That's the only thing that happens. Like, and then honestly, like, all huge. of it is just for the audience. Well, it's just for the audience, really though. Like we don't really and the finale doesn't even pay off in that it doesn't pay it off, true. And yeah. she also already met him. Like this isn't like she'd already she's she didn't know he was the guardian, but she's she's seen him before. She has met him. She just didn't know so, he was the guardian. Yeah, so that's, So he doesn't really do anything. Like it's all for the audience, which is fine. You can have something like that, but it doesn't do anything. Like nothing changes in universe, really. So my thing is like, if we're on a Code Lyoko trajectory, like that's not potentially good because um, Code Lyoko has had more happen at this point in the end of season one. Excuse me, and then even in season two, it's not completely serialized. So if we're gonna have a serialized season two for Miraculous Ladybug, we would have to uh, like get around the fact that we haven't had a jumping off point yet. And then also actually have more serialization than Code Lyoko. So um, I think 50 50. I think we're going to get, I think we're still going to have filler, but I think there's going to be more than one or two episodes that actually something big happens. I mean, I'd hope so. Like, I don't know if we have the information. Uh, and again, we could be missing stuff. But um, well, if we're starting, if we're going to start from her meeting the Guardian, if, if like, if we start from that moment, then we can, then we can actually somewhere. get somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like I think that actually opens up so many doors. I just the thing is we how... also have never we've ne- we've actually never done anything chronologically in the show though. So like they might just skip over it. We don't know. I really could, hope not. Yeah, like we could just not see it. Like that we could. But if they do do that, if if the ne- if the first episode of season two is like the next thirty seconds, and we actually like continue from that, that can be the stepping off point because oh my god, we just got chronological. Oh my god, there is a timeline to this show. Yeah, I don't know. I in my head, I I used to be when I was watching, I was like, okay, season two is gonna be great. It's gonna be like all right. serialized. It's gonna be really serious. Now that I've seen all of season one, and now that I witnessed nothing happening in the yeah. finale, right. I just it's just so hard for me to see it just suddenly becoming this plot heavy right. show. Like I just and we can only take tweets. I mean, the, I mean, because the creators tweeted, you know, it's gonna be different. This is and this, and it's like, but we haven't seen any evidence of this. And how does that shift even happen? Like. How? I think we started getting a bit more serial, though. I mean, look at the way, um, what was it, Pixelator went, like, almost straight into Guitar Villain. Uh, Simon Says and um, Volpina played off each other pretty well. I know y'all, I think it was Jackety in Japan, but Simon Says, or not yeah, Japan, there's, France. There's, there's two, there's two uh, what's-his-face episodes, the Guitar Guys episodes, that, that seemed to happen one after another. They didn't even show them in order. Um, I, no. I, I don't think that those uh, Simon Says and, and uh, Volpina have to be watched together, though. Um, but I think, that, but they show kind of hints, because clearly I think Volpina takes place after Jackety, just based on what we see Adrian experience Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, so I think we're getting more chronological. I think they're trying to make that step. Yeah, I mean, sure. Like, I, I just, I'm just thinking, like, what's this show? What's serialized version of this show? And it's interesting because right. serialized Code Lyoko, there's like a bunch of characters who are all main characters. I mean, and there's not a bunch, but you, like, you can. I call it now. Things. Volpina is William. I'm just making that prediction. Ugh, really? I don't. I know. liked William. I'm you, sorry. Oh God, you would. You, <laughs> you would. <like. laughs> Sissy is uh, obviously Chloe, right? Like, no, Sissy has redeeming qualities. Uh, 
Okay, you obviously have not listened to all of. Uh, Clearly, you, you would know not to say that to me. Chloe's uh, the best, so I can't she... stand her. Half the Hawkeye oh, isn't the villain. Chloe's Chloe is. Great. Chloe, yeah, that's Chloe's... actually kind of true. Yeah, it is. But Chloe Moth so... wouldn't have anyone to akumatize. <laughs> without but Chloe. Chloe is so harmless. Like Chloe is so useless. It almost doesn't without, matter. Without Hawkmoth, Chloe would Chloe would be nothing, right? Like yeah. Chloe right. is the cluster of this show. She may not want to destroy everybody's lives, but she's doing it anyway. Um, she does it in such a harmless, like, sad way, though. That it almost doesn't matter. Like Chloe's so pathetic that so, it's like harmless. So in Chloe Yoko, we eventually get Sissy like incorporated into the plot. Like as kind of a main character, um, I don't, actually don't remember really that well how that happens because it's at the very end, I think. But um, and because every episode they reset, and that got so annoying because she'd finally get a redeeming quality. Oh, really? No That's return to the past, then just yeah. ah. But yeah, so like I, I could totally see like a, a Chloe being like the bee or something else, right? Like that would be really interesting if we got um, oh. Chloe all. Uh, You're you know, right. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could deal with Chloe being a hero. I don't know if I can. <sighs> I can handle it. I, I know we said I, we want Alia to be the bee, but like Chloe would be such a good bee too. Like she would, I mean, and I, I kind of love it and I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I, Chloe would maybe become a good person, maybe, but like Alia. The big the big issue with me and I Cereal, do like Alia. Alia, you're good. Okay, good. You're high on Alia. Good. Um, I'm so, super high on Alia. We need to get I what always, you. Sh- we uh, need to get what you ship in a second. But um, yes. So the. The, the big problem with serialization in the show for me is that we're so two character focused and the, our current mm-hmm. dynamics with these two characters are so stagnant um, that it's like what would even uh, Marinette and Adrian who know what each other are look like like right what would they even do like what do we do like are they just gonna start dating and like we're just gonna like have them be a couple and serialize that like what is that even like are we just gonna have like like uh like sexual frustration for like like (laughs) three seasons with them like they know who each other are but they're not dating yet like what are we even doing with with that with these two in a serialized show like we're just these the current dynamics are so ingrained that's kind of my general point like it's hard to see i feel like they aren't gonna both find out i feel like only one's identity will be revealed I don't think they're ever uh, going to reveal their identities because they focus so much now that it's a secret that I feel like something horrible would happen if one of them found out like they couldn't be a hero anymore. And like they've done it like also like it, this is a superhero show and when you start revealing identities quality goes die. down really, really well it's oh. not just that people die quality goes down like so fast because like you know dylan and i went over and over all the time like how do they not know who they are like oh my god the in-universe stuff is inconsistent but the thing is like when you start to reveal identities what happens is that all of the other logic in the show breaks down and then it's unwatchable so we like they have to like they're never they can't find out like we're gonna do this dance for a really long time if not forever because if they do the reveal too soon then it's like it doesn't even matter anymore. It's like what, like, like, like Dylan was saying. It's like where do we even go? Like, how are we even supposed to go? Like, relationship or not? It's like there's no point because, like, I mean, even though Dylan and I complain about it all the time, ninety five percent of like the appeal of the show is the ridiculousness of them keeping each other's identity secret. I think, I think the best example of a superhero show where the identity reveal didn't hurt the quality was Danny Phantom, because. I think they did reveal it multiple times to a couple people throughout the show. But the show stayed consistently good all the way through the end. And so I think a Marinette-Adrian reveal, like, between the two of them, that might ruin the show. I think 
I think we're going to get Marinette telling Alia first. And I think Alia if the show knows. stays... Does she? <laughs> That's our did second. I miss an episode? No, I marathon nine episodes no. while eating ice cream. Did I miss something? How no. much ice cream did you have? Okay, yeah, well, as I, I watched five episodes, episodes, I got bored. I went and walked to a store and got some ice cream and an ice cream cone, came back and finished the last four. So, Okay, so quickly, Justin, let me run through some ships and you ships. tell me whether you ship it or not. We know, and we'll refresh for Delaney and I, uh, for new listeners. So, uh, Marinette and, and, and you, Marinette and Adrian. Duh. So yes, you should. Marinette and Adrian. Yes. Okay, so there's three options. There's no kind of, there's four options. No kind of, yes, and OTP. Like, what's Marinette and Adrian for you? Are they my OTP? Are they my Yes. Okay, yes. Uh, Delaney, where are you on that scale now? Kinda. Uh, yeah, and I'm on yes. So that that's that's our current status. Um, uh, Marinette and Cat Noir. Very yes, like yes exclamation point, Sigh. like too cute. Uh, Delaney. Can no TP be mine? Yeah, yeah. Also my no TP. Yeah, we're we're out on that one. So you have to get used to that dynamic. But um, please draw me fan art, loyal Mar- viewers. Uh, Ladybug listeners. and Adrian. Uh, kinda. Wow, opposite. Delaney? Yes. Yeah, and that might be OTP for me. Um, the only no. reason that is an OTP is for the, a ship you're about to ask. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm real. yeah, I'm really into Ladybug and Adrian. Those are like my two most sympathetic parts uh, of, the, of the couple. Well, Marinette is also in any form. But, but Marinette's anyway, perfect. In any form, so, you know, it doesn't matter. Um, Flawless. And then, of course, we have uh, Ladybug and Cat Noir. Yes, I have. There's one couple I ship more, and you're not even going to mention it, probably. We'll but do. yes, no, uh, Delaney. Yes. Uh, nah, oh no, uh, I'm going to have to go with kinda, kinda leaning toward yeah, yes. It's, but it's kinda. between kinda and yes. I think the origins makes it better, right? Like, yeah. right? Yeah, origins makes it because I mean, I literally spent 15 minutes talking about how origins just like, oh wow, like cat's not the worst. Yeah, exactly. Um, Alia and Marinette. I never thought of that, kinda, just because <laughs> I haven't had time to let it sink in. So that's like, all Delaney and I discussed for six months. I the... didn't listen to a single episode. I told you to listen to the Origins one. I Jeez. tried, but my internet conked out on me. That's literally Delaney. This is all Delaney and I have discussed for six months. <laughs> Give me a week and I'll be into it. I've read all the fan fictions. Delaney, so. OTP, obviously. Fanfics won't take you long. OTP. Yeah, and this is OTP slash yes. Yeah, like it's it's. I mean, it depends. Um, and uh, what else we got? We got um, uh, Dylan's uh, specialty ship, the uh, Chloe and Marinette slash Chloe. Oh and my! No, that's as bad as I lead a sissy. You can get out right now. I lead Just a sissy no. A, that's a, that's such a good idea. What a good ship. No, but Lady. I lead a odd all the way. I'm sorry. Really? You're not I lead a Jeremy? Jeez. I, okay, I am Jeremy for the record. Or okay, I was when I was 11. Not ship I lead a, I mean, yes. Because I lead a odd is so cute! I don't even remember them interacting, honestly, but okay. Um, odd yeah. is Adrian, though. Uh, odd's much better than Adrian, so... Whoa! Agree. <laughs> I am so outnumbered. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, no, Ladybug and Chloe's the best, obviously, so... Um, Agree. It's pretty but good. But Ladybug can't stand Chloe. Uh, we'll see about that in uh, two months. When, <laughs> like, when we will see about that in Chloe's character development. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In two months in universe when Chloe's like the bee and like they're flirting. So, all the time. Be, so be Ladybug. That can happen. 
Ladybug. That I'm okay so, with. Be Ladybug uh, is the new OTP, regardless. And of Ladybug whether... doesn't know she's Chloe. Yeah, yeah. Whether it's to... Chloe. Ooh. Oh yeah, that'd be really good. Whether it's Chloe or Alia, like it works for both. Like <laughs> yes, it's fine. It's perf. Uh, Alia Nino. How about that one? Yes, I have really? no issue with it. Uh, I like it. It's cute. It's fun. Delaney. Like it's fine. I tolerate no, I'm, it. I'm, no, I'm no on this one. Yeah, no, not no. Like, I don't not ship it, but it's just because I, like, overwhelmingly ship Alia and Marinette. And also, Nino, like, isn't a person. Like, he's are peop- fine. Are people shipping Nino Adrian? Is that a thing? Uh, Probably. I've heard, I've heard that was a thing, but I have not really experienced You would it, be though. shocked, based on my fanfiction adventures, that everyone just ships everyone together all at once. Like, there yes, are so many fanfics that are just everyone, and I'm like, this is kind of amazing. But it's um, also, can we not have middle school harem fix? But, you know, it's whatever. Let's, yeah, uh, keep going into the minor ships, please. We still haven't hit my OTP yet. Uh, we have what is your one, OTP? We have the one from the Origins episodes, the two of them. I'm not remembering their names, but... Um, uh, oh, crap. What is who? Yeah, what are the names? <gasps> oh, I, there's my OTP. Ivan and Maylin. Yes, yeah, yes, Ivan yes. I Maylin, like them from yeah. the movie episode where he was the monster. Yeah, yeah I like yeah. them a lot. They're so perfect. They're my OTP. They're just adorable, and I love them. Yeah, I guess yes. They're, on that. they're like I ship them. Yeah, they're cool. We have, but we haven't hit the the OTP, the true OTP yet. Uh, Julika and Rose. Yeah, <laughs> right, I was waiting yeah. for that. I <laughs> do like that. OTP, OTP. <laughs> Rose irks me for some reason. I don't How? know what it is. She's like the most precious person. <laughs> I, she is precious. She's, she's almost too precious. She's, she's like, like that. She's, she's evil. Interesting. An evil. Unproblematic clave. No, she's I little, mean. She's a little she's bit. She's like that cream soda that's just like... too sweet that it's almost sickening. Oh, interesting. Yeah, but that's that's like um like your enthusiasm is is that. Is <laughs> so so Yeah, that's true. <laughs> okay, let's sometimes I wonder if you like me, Dylan. I, I worry. Oh god. So we'll see at the end of this podcast. We'll reevaluate. So let's let's um <laughs> what do we, I don't know. What should, where should we go from here? So uh Justin, what stands out to you as the best episode from season one? best episode i'm so biased i loved the gamer with an undying passion Mm, because katoken is the greatest thing i have heard in my life stupid (laughs) it was the best i love fighting games i love mechs it was so great i think gamer's probably a top five episode katoken it'd be around number five probably sure Um, uh delaney are you still we're still uh both on simon says but you might have put one of the origins episodes above where where are you oh let me i have to pull up the list and stare at the wikipedia page i mean it's either it's either simon says or one of the origins episodes because that's what you said for the record i did love simon says you're right Mm, it's probably origins part two okay stoneheart yeah well they're i mean yeah stoneheart is yeah Yeah, whatever Um, it's called yeah, I mean, I think I think Simon says is clearly number one. I'd also put the origins up there. I'd put Volpina up there. Um, oh yeah, and Volpina, of course. And then I'd put Gamer up there. There's a few others. Like to me, the um, Gamer is like the best of the filler. Like Lady, in my opinion, Lady Wi-Fi. Time and why well, I was say Lady Wi-Fi is. Time- oh yeah, I love like- Lady Wi-Fi. Timebreaker. Um, we got there are a few others too. Uh, I, I can't remember, but yeah, there's uh. There, there's like there's there's the top tier and we'll go over that in a separate one but yeah um what else do we um so we and of course kinda... and, and and the kind of in the first episode honestly like that's like the be- one of the best villains uh stormy weather yeah i think that's also in the top tier right? speaking speaking of, of that my house just uh, shook yeah well that's interesting yeah i might have storms here in a second too so i'm a weather bender weather bender so <laughs> am i actually stormy weather let me read a uh 
email or ask for something I got. You have I feedback? I did not People ask like for us? I didn't ask for feedback, but someone sent an ask, so let's let's read this. Cool. Um, even better. Uh, Please always send stuff, even if we don't ask for it. We yeah, love always, stuff. I mean, I'll respond. Uh, generally, I respond to things like, and I don't save them for podcasts, so that's it's tricky. But also, I got I like fan art. Give me that. I like asks. Uh, Yo, the amazing ace on Tumblr says uh, your reactions, Delaney's especially, haha, from Origins are what I was waiting for the entire podcast. Smiley face. Some food <laughs> for thought for you all. Uh, given the Origins episodes, I'd like to hear you guys reevaluate your opinion on the nonlinear plot and whether you think it is as effective as a storytelling device. Do you think it will continue in season two? And do you think it will be as effective next season? Why or why not? Uh, finally, is it worth rewatching season one or is it only purpose set up for the origins? Like were the origins only worthwhile because season one exists before it? Or does season one hold its own merit? You guys have repeatedly said at the start of almost every review that week's episode was okay, not bad, not good, just okay, which I agreed with myself, by the way, when I initially watched. So would you go back and rewatch season one? Does the knowledge from the origins make the previous episodes stronger or season one just not that good without origins? Okay, I'd like to clarify. I think Delaney and I said, like, it was good, not great. Not, like, okay, not good. But, yeah, yeah. most episodes were generally I mean, good, some, some of Yeah, some of the episodes we were like, but grand majority, like, these are good, yeah. like, solid episodes. Yeah, so this is, I think, generally the question here is, like, what role does having seen the Origins episodes play on season one? Well, like, for... For me, it's more like season one makes Origins what it is. Like, I don't really, like, if I go back and rewatch, I really don't think it's going to change. Like, the episodes I love are going to still be what I love. And maybe a few of the episodes will be more tolerable, now knowing what I know. But really, it doesn't really clear a lot up. And it's, I mean, it does certainly make Cat Noir, like, tolerable. (laughs) And, like, maybe I'll deal, maybe more in some of the episodes where he's, like, extra, you know, Cat Noir. That makes it a little bit better. Am I the only one who loved Cat Noir from the get-go, all cheesiness yes. included? Okay, yes. just making sure. And <laughs> it's just, like, honestly, I think the season does more for Origins than Origins does for the season as a whole. Like, I don't really think, it doesn't really change anything for the season. Origins changes, like, how I view the entire show and, like, where we could go and, like, the basis, the foundation in that sense. But it doesn't, I don't think it really changes, like, season one. Like, season one is, like, makes Origins what it is. I think the question is not, like, how does Origins change season one? Um, like, I, I think that the knowledge of Origins might, right. um, like, might make it a different viewing experience. I don't think it's going to significantly affect the quality. I think the question right. is, like, would Origins have been as good without having seen season one? Which I think the answer is no. No. Like, season, having watched season one, like, that's what makes Origins. I mean, I, like, you know... It, Origins was very emotional because uh, we uh, just Had- hammered these two characters into our heads for so long. And that's why seeing the beginnings of them is very effective. Yeah, you know, we had gotten, you know, we got, we start, we love these characters, got attached. And then to see where they started, to see the be- to see Marinette become Ladybug because we adore her. And to finally see that, to see the transformation and, you know, the confidence and everything that we love about Ladybug... That's what's you know really special about Origins, and that's just because of season one. Uh, Justin, what's your take on this? How would Origins have played um, if we saw them two first? I, I think we needed Origins later in the series. I think the series needed to start just kind of in the middle of things. I guess I kind of want to answer more with a question. Um, the only other show I can think of, again, going back to Code Lyoko, they did a two-part Origin episode, but they saved theirs for after season three. So just to remind people, 
that aired after a whole bunch of stuff happened. This was after the entire game changed when William uh, joined Xana, or was forced to join Xana. So much killed Yoka spoilers, I'm so sorry. But um, do you think they should have waited longer for Origins? Like, Do you think they should have waited until a big game change and then show us how we got to the first status quo? Or do you think this was the right amount of time to wait? So you need to do Origins here because we had such a long season with such stagnant dynamics. Um, right. If you're at all thinking about changing things up, like you need something like this. Like this is like, ideally we'd have an in-universe development, but you can also just show the beginnings. Like that's also fine. I don't think the show would have gotten to the point that, you know, that you're kind of suggesting, Justin, like I don't like if it was to be shown later, it wouldn't really be Lady, but I don't, like, I honestly don't think the show would be as successful if it had waited. Like, if we if we didn't have Origins, I mean, I would still love Ladybug, and I still want to watch it, but I wouldn't be as eager as I am for Season 2. I wouldn't, you know, be, like, finally feel like watching the entire season paid off. Right. That this was kind of worth it. Because we, we had, we kind of had some reservations before we started covering Ladybug, and then, of course, we liked it, you know, we love it, it's great, and watch it. And we have so many, like, hopes for the show. But I think, like, Origins here, like... And Origins does provide... It's not the stepping off point we need, but it's the beginning of one. So we can move we can move into what has been hinted at that uh, that's more than what Ladybug is now. Something that's not just Monster of the Week. Right. Well, do we think... Do we think they're still going to use Monster of the Week? Or do we think they're just going to go a completely different route? Well, I think we have to. Like, there's, there's no, like, there's no way to like. They established Hawkmoth's entire identity as Monster of the Week, like, yeah, so like, like machine, right? So there's nothing else. Right. Like, there's nothing else. Now they could do something a little bit more. Like they can have a bit more progress with, um, like. I mean, what you know, great- they, they can, maybe they can get closer to Hawkmoth, or maybe yeah. like Hawkmoth can just something happens that Hawkmoth can't like. He can't accumulate people, and so, like maybe like something happens, and there's just a general like. This kind of sounds impossible, but it, it does happen in superhero like universes. So I think this is very plausible, and I would buy it that you know people kind of feel great. There's some sort of moment or um, event that kind of brings the people of Paris together, and the Hawkmoth can't accumulate people. Like he's there aren't villains to be made, and so something right. like he has to do something kind of drastic. And in that way, we could maybe slow down the villains a little bit, or he does something crazy. Like there's so many villains, and then we really right. begin like, like maybe maybe Paris is like it's a siege kind of thing. Like it's Ladybug, it's you know Cat and Ladybug versus all of Paris, and then we can actually start doing something. So, I don't think that will happen until we get another person. Like I don't think they'll go full out war against the heroes until there's more than two heroes. Yeah, I guess so. So the route the route you do you can do is either do something with Hawkmoth different, um, which doesn't seem you'd have to like change the rules, but you could do that. Yeah. Um, so or we you don't just, really have a lot of rules. We just don't have a lot of rules. So you could bring in. You could also just bring in another villain. Um, that that like this is something that's that's like we're so established with one villain in the universe that this is hard to imagine. But the thing that first comes to mind would be like evil Adrian's mom as the peacock. Um, right. Like, but bring the peacock in as a villain. Um, I think that would be super interesting. I think it's more likely, and this might be kind of crack theory. What if they switch Hawkmoth? What if Hawkmoth gets what Hawkmoth wants without this evil route? What if somehow this is resolved, kind of the Steven route of they find a way 
so that Hawk Moth, because Hawk Moth's goal from what we've from what we've seen and kind of what we've implied isn't evil in and of itself. It's its means that are evil. And so, what if that's resolved and they bring in a new Hawk Moth? So we're like gonna past the mantle. we're gonna reboot Hawk Moth in uh, reboot one season. Uh, Hawk Moth yeah. two. Well, not in one season, but I, I don't think that would happen until te- season three. Yeah, perhaps. I mean, I guess I, think, I guess it's possible. Like anything's possible, right? Like, I'm used well, to superhero could... stories. They switch mantles well, a lot. Well, they could do something like I mean, granted, it I means switching mantles. That is pretty plausible given how we understand Kwame's like they're literally it's passed down titles but um what would be really interesting is we just get rid of Hawk Moth for a season like we Hawk Moth is Adrian's dad we figured this out maybe he has to go like to Milan for like fashion week or something so he leaves and he's gone this isn't isn't confirmed this isn't confirmed this is is okay it's almost hinted too much that I doubt Hawk Daddy would actually do that to us which yes, Thomas is called Hawk Daddy. That is that's a thing. I don't. Okay. Don't ever say that again. But yeah, I don't really want that to be a thing. But okay. Welcome so, to the fandom. But if we're going to like, says the guy who just marathoned the show. Yeah, literally. Yes. <laughs> and I'm already more um, in the fandom than you. Oh my god. Well, I'm on Tumblr. You can move on anyway. Move I follow on. him on Twitter. So like, say. So. Okay. Let's let's read. Uh, there you have a comment here from Phantom Pearl, as a frequent commenter during during our catching up and um phantom pro gives a lot of suggestions for topics we can maybe read through these but let's let's get to the comments section so um first phantom pro brings up uh we can use we can finally do the screen cap of photoshopping marinette and all you together in the thought bubble from the end of <laughs> An- animan which we never got to but <laughs> maybe we will yes. for that. uh about uh, i haven't read this yet so who knows what this will be about what was brought up earlier i disagree about there being no reason for people like marinette's parents to know about her their secret identity say one of those people got akumatized and that could very well happen they could end up responding to Hawk moth with something like i don't know who it is, I can take you right uh, to um, since they're virtually out of their own control and Hawk Moth would know and danger escalates long-term for as uh, long as he's still a villain. Even if they can somehow suppress any of the fighting, kind of like what Evil Straight or Pixel would is tempting Hawk Moth might demand to know why and maybe they let slip something because they're child or whatever. Um, this is a concept I feel like a lot of people, I mean, I'm not, not 100% that this is what we're talking about, but um, the, the concept of Delaney and I complaining, specifically me complaining about the in-universe logic of the show, um, this is this is a recurring theme from our podcast. Basically, the show uh, seems to contradict our world's logic in that whenever a person dons a superhero disguise, whether they be akumatized or they have a Kwame, um, their identity is disguised regardless of whether they look like the person or not, which is very much a superhero universe type rule, right? Um, so... So the problem is the show, like, I think unintentionally complicates this logic by then uh, introducing the concept of, oh, if we notice that this person has an object on them that we associate with the real person, then we can identify them from that. Um, the best example would be the mime uh, in that episode. The the manager lady notices his, uh, what, his hat? I don't know. Right, something. yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. the hat. So um, that's an established rule. Um which then, like, Mary, me... Marinette knew Alia in a heartbeat, though. Uh, right. So I don't know if there was, I don't, I need to rewatch that episode for what. Uh, well, the fact of the matter is, like, they don't recognize the heroes, but every villain, they're like, oh, it's so and so. Like, seriously? Really? And sometimes there's an identifier. Sometimes the villains say something that would right. let us know. There's they some are. way they know. They just always know. Some of them are not really explainable. One of, I think one of my complaints was that when Chloe is akumatized as. Uh, like ladybug, I feel like anti bug as then like 
do we know that this is Chloe right away? I don't remember, but um, yeah, something like that in the logic behind this and Marinette. Something that came up in the last episode is that um, uh, Adrian, as cat, uh, calls to Marinette from. <laughs> the bathroom and they're talking marinette thinks that it's adrian um so marinette's obviously like understanding his voice so like the voices are being disguised um the only counter to that is that he uses a different voice affection like when he's cat he talks stupid and when he's Adrian, he talks normal so like it's just the i find the internal logic uh, completely absurd and frustrating. Um, and I think they've contradicted themselves a lot, basically, is the is the general conclusion. Well, and the specific, well, the specific complaint in that um, ask there was that I had made a comment that it makes, because Tiki this whole time has been like, you have to keep it a secret, you have to keep it a secret. And it's like, why? Why does it have to be kept a secret Oh, is that what parents? that's talking about? Okay. Yeah, that's what the, because the ask was like, because I specifically made several comments about like, there are zero consequences to Marinette's parents knowing she's Ladybug. Now, they raised several good points that the you know, um, Hawk Moth oh, literally okay. gets yeah, in your head and you know okay. takes you over and all this stuff. But so they're in danger to Hawk Moth. Like this is the typical right. reason I can't put my family in danger, right? Like right. That's, that's which the- is fine, but at the same time, to- at the same time though, it's like the likely. But then also, it's like if Ladybug, if Marinette explains everything, then it's like just don't get mad, Dad, and it's fine. Why does but literally yeah. everybody else in her life has been akumatized, so it's easy Dad, to reason. Dad, just stay calm. It's like they, just, everything's fine. Like, don't get mad. Um, like. So, Mom, yeah, one, if they tell chill. them, then Hawk Moth might not know. But then if they get akumatized, right. then Hawk Moth would know. But, but maybe he wouldn't because he doesn't necessarily have access to all that. I think, yeah, so that's complicated. Okay. Right. This but does also- raise an interesting question about Adrian, though, because um, because Ladybug has more of, like, the anti-Akuma powers. I wouldn't question her as much. What ha- Can Adrian be akumatized, or does his miraculous protect him from that? Do we know? Well, no, that's the thing. We we think both of them can be akumatized. There's been zero evidence that they can't be, and like they're screwed if Ladybug gets the, akumatized. Yeah, the reason I think Ladybug can't be akumatized is because she's the only one who can get rid of the akumas, and I think maybe her right, miraculous so, being good luck might protect her from that. So they, they, if Hawkmoth akumatizes uh, Marinette, game over. Like, that's, like, like, that's how it goes. Literally, yeah. the show's over. So, like, now I can... So if like, Adrian shoots down Marinette, we're all screwed, in essence. Oh, because... Because that would just send Marinette. Like, just... like it rejects her like romantically, yes. and then she gets fr- right. she gets upset, and then she gets akumatized. Yeah, I mean, I don't yes. think Hawkmoth akumatizes every upset person in Paris. Um, I've also complained about Except why she doesn't. Does. I've also complained just that about why middle school not, class. Yeah. You know what? I was I thought we were going to a point where um, where there were other su- active superheroes in the world, and Hawkmoth was sending stuff out to deal with them, and then that would deal with our logic flaw of why isn't hawk moth constantly akumatizing people he is we're just not seeing them and other superheroes are dealing with them but no there aren't others like he i always assumed there was a time limit there like could be a time limit but like, Marin- <gasps> this is something that's this is- his that's his thing that's his ability so he turns back five minutes after and has to recharge Nuru, oh, who is the most sympathetic oh, character okay. ever so okay right. two okay two points you just brought up a really good point but um one like this is Delaney and I didn't get into this, but like confirmed they're not other active superheroes because we have we right. accounted for all of the miraculouses. Like the dude has the two that aren't in use. And Adrian's dad has the other one. So um assu- Are I guess there non miraculous superheroes though? Yeah, See, okay. Now I brought that up in that there 
they have fi- they clearly have fictional superheroes because Alia has the comic book on her phone. But I think they're they have actual superheroes. So the Kwamis are the actual superheroes, and then they have fictional superheroes that are more like our superheroes that we would consider. Yeah, I would say. So okay. no, there aren't other superheroes. I mean, yeah, speculation. Um, but yeah, I think that's right. like, uh, to our best of our knowledge, the ones we know right. about are the miraculous. But then it also that. doesn't make sense to have something like the Kwamis than to have oh, but then so and so is an alien and so and so flies. Like that makes yeah. zero sense. You yeah. can't do that. Right. So, well, you could do that, but yeah. I so it I also sense. want to bring up the possibility that the, the peacock that Adrian's dad had is only shown for a second in um, Volpina, I think, or yeah. Either Simon says or Volpina. It's one of the yeah, two. It's Volpina. There is a chance that that is not the uh, peacock miraculous. It's just like a pendant. Like it's the, the, uh, the other ones probably. that are. I mean, it's probably it looks like it, but the 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 and they're like all jewelry, so the, the it's inactive. Probably. I mean, there's jewelry that looks like that in real life, right? The the inactive miraculous no, like, like are in are, are in like his rec his uh his like thing. So we know those are the right. real ones. Uh, well, but that that one may or may so we could see a peacock somewhere. You know who knows? Have you I, gone into the Adrian's mom already was the peacock theory? Um, Have you gone into that much? I think the surface level interpretation of the peacock uh, being in Adrian's dad possession, and we went into this a little bit, and Adrian's mom being missing, supposedly, and not dead, is that Adrian's mom was the peacock at some point. And then she's um, like... In Origins Part 1, Master Fu, when he says, I only made a mistake once, a lot of people think that's Adrian's mom, that Adrian's mom couldn't handle the power, and that she ran away or left yeah. or abandoned her post basically because of that. I think I heard that comment from someone. I think the surface level interpretation with that statement is that his one mistake was giving the miraculous new Hawk Moth. Um, right. But it did could, he? It, it, or I did mean, Hawk Moth take it? I, you know. Well, the thing is, if Hawk Moth took it, there's a lot of assumptions we have to make about like how he knew everything, just even even outside of. Well, he has the uh, book, right? So he, he used right, the, he book. Has the book. Yeah. So I think well, I think I think someone said to me, and I'm trying to remember all the comments I responded to recently, is that um uh, that uh, like uh, Hawk Moth's uh, Kwame seems forced into the situation, so it mm-hmm. seems like he took him. But I also think it makes sense that uh, he just turned evil, and the Kwame feels forced. That's into the that's what I think happened and it makes a lot more sense than he stole it it's the he had it and then and whatever reason that was his entire motivation of getting chosen or manipulating the guardian or whatever and he just like and then turned evil or his entire plan was to manipulate the situation so that he could be maybe the plan a complete crack theory the plan was to have two active heroes the moth and the peacock what happened that Master Fu didn't anticipate was either they were already in love or they fell in love and something happened and that's when things started going bad. And maybe that's part of yeah, why Tiki's yeah. saying you can't tell anybody because last time that happened. Yeah, we, we got into uh, we got into the potential parallels between Adrian's parents and Adrian and Marinette, uh, like the superheroes in love type thing. Um, that's really interesting but, to me. But, but when we go I off of that, too, well, the thing is going off of that, though, is like it's different with they literally present Cat Noir and Ladybug as pieces of a whole. Like, they balance each other. So, like, in, theoretically, they have to be partners. And I'm not, I mean, they don't, obviously don't have to be romantic partners. But, like, in that way, that doesn't make as much sense because it's like they yeah, have to work it's together. Like, why are those two? Why would you pick two like, of the auxiliary <gasps> miraculouses? You know, like, 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 <laughs> like, they're the original, like, they're the pair. Yeah. When you think that, is the way, that is the way Origins presented them to us. Yeah. Um, we can, right. we can continue with some of the stuff. Let's keep going with this, this comment. All that's great stuff, by the way. Um, 
something worth mentioning about the previous episode, I just found it to be a really interesting scene comparison between the sort of sacrifices in Animan and Volpina, Ladybug jumping into the dinosaur's mouth while Cat Noir is freaked out, but she's safe. Adrian not actually in danger from Volpina, but Ladybug freaks out and could have given up her miraculous. Cat Noir hugging Ladybug instead of fist bumping, Ladybug insisting on checking Adrian's all right, and they lean upon the same door, both hugging and door leaning were relief moments. So they both got the chance of being very emotional on how they felt when they saw the other in danger, even though those weren't things that were all sort of some plan or whatever all along. It got played both ways after all, so it wasn't only Cat Noir realizing he should have trusted her. That's a good point. I didn't remember um, mm-hmm. that terrible scene in Animan with uh, the, <laughs> for, to, with um, him inexplicably thinking that uh, that, she was, that dead. she was dead, which was I would say I would say that's probably the low point of the show. Um, right. Well, was, like this this played out much better. It than... was much better here. Yeah, I really liked it in in Volpina, Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's a good point. They both they both had that been in that situation, probably an intentional parallel. Um, let's, uh, so, I don't know, there's a lot here. We have some suggestions from Pants and Pearl about future topics. Let's quickly go through these. Uh, speculate the first few non-regular, non-holiday season two episodes could potentially include. Um, yeah, is that Christmas episode theory true? What's I the don't know. verdict? I haven't, uh, I haven't looked into I- it. I have seen things. I don't know. I haven't seen the validity of them, but I haven't just seen Christmas. I've seen Halloween, Christmas, and like one other holiday episode. Like, like we're getting like a bunch of holiday episodes, which no, to me seems no. like crap. But well, who knows? well, if they do the Power Rangers holiday episode, it's going to be crap. If they do Doctor Who holiday episodes, I'm okay with it. That, so it depends we'll on the quality. We'll see about it. Um, yep. Speculate on the different ways Marinette and Adrian, as well as both at the same time, find about each other's identity. <laughs> like we could have a whole top podcast about that. Wait, yeah. uh, so she wants us to write fan fiction. That's right. what I live, heard. Live fan fiction. Live, I mean, that's what I heard. I mean, that's what theorizing is, kind of. Um, Basically. Uh, I, I personally love my idea how wonderful it would be for the characters if when they find out Marinette tells Adrian she's a crush on him and Adrian gets excited and tells Marin and, and then Marinette explains to him she's not very fond of how he interacts with her when she's when he's cat and he realizes how he messed up his chances a little and starts to mature a little so they might start a relationship on better ground. It's so like I like you Adrian but Cat Noir yeah. <laughs> so can we like reevaluate this? That's What's a, wrong with Cat Noir? Because he's, he's annoying. He's annoying. Basically, yeah. So he's, annoying. He's, 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 you he's haven't okay, seen so. me flirt, Dylan. I am puns. So you're puns. Okay, so you're just cat. So puns don't equal flirting. I don't know what. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like you're too innocent for flirting, so you might not. <laughs> you, you might. I not. have actually texted my friend "Good morning, Miladybug" on a regular basis. Uh. Uh, yeah uh, yeah that's how i feel uh, okay uh, yeah. continue the progressiveness of the show and how it could be more um so that could be a separate topic yeah in general looking back on season one i think it was fairly non-progressive at all basically yeah there's basically. like nothing here so um oh. but yeah continuing all the great same sex ships there are and how they've been portrayed slash interacted so far all the pairings in general throughout the season what are some ways we can get them together in the future including marinette so, how did yes. we get the gay okay, shipping, shipping like discussion yeah okay we'll can do that Miraculouses and the Kwamis, their functions and how they work, what we know for their history, importance, and Hawkmoth's power over others. Yeah, we could probably we should probably have like a mythology specifically about the Miraculouses podcast. Yeah, right. um, mythology chick. Does there... anyone ship Tiki and Plaid? Sorry, uh, no, go leave. Uh. Stop. <laughs> oh, one one inside joke you should know from our episode discussions, uh, Justin, is how terrified I am of Tiki. Tiki's um, terrifying. She's actually I, I think really Tiki's scary. terrifying. This this uh, 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 all powerful being, eternal being who chooses to like look like this cute like little thing. It's like terrifying. Tiki's um, scary. So, so we'll Tiki see. X Plaid is off limits. I mean, yes. 
Uh, also, like, plot oh, super annoying. Oh yeah, Delaney and I talked about this. Like as much as like Tiki is terrifying, she's like way too good for Plog. Like Plog is like yes, yeah, so much better. Like that's the thing. Like even though we're scared of Tiki yeah. and she's really creepy, like she deserves so much better than Plog. Like, like we need some Plog character development. All he does is eat cheese. Like that's such a one note character, guys. I mean, come on. Is, so. What is it even one note? Like it's not even like anything. Like he just eats cheese. That's I like it. how he did in the origin story. He did like want to get out his explanation to Adrian, though. He did. He was like concerned about. Well, Bad. I also really enjoy that they went through this entire process of finding what he liked to eat. Like, I really like that. That was pretty they, cool. Okay, that, that's true. We didn't talk about if, that. Yeah, we find what cheese like. Plug, yeah. Ladybug is Marinette combined with the powers of Tiki. Cat Noir is Adrian plus the powers of Platt. So in order for Ladybug and Cat Noir to be together, it would not only be Adrian and Marinette, it would have to be Tiki and Platt. No, um, not necessarily. They, they only, can just yeah, tolerate only, each other. I'm pretty sure Tiki does not like Plug at all. Like zero. We haven't seen him interact with him ever. We'll see. We'll have see. Any of the Kwam- That's the other thing. Have any of the Kwamis interacted ever? Like, if everything has to be a secret, like, what yeah. do they pop out of bags and they like give each other like a nod when they walk by? Like, no. They no, don't they know they, uh, they chill in the record player and they just talk until do, someone do opens it. Do Pokemon? Like, oh. Do Pokemon talk to each other in Pokeballs? Uh, so that's the well, question. Mm- well, well, the thing is, like, there we have. Don't ignore that. Don't, ig- don't, don't ignore that question. That's. <laughs> I'm not ignoring it. It's directed I... at me. Yeah, well, it's directed. And at... um, the answer is yes. Okay, continue. Okay, they can talk in the pokeballs, but we have like, I mean, I know this was mostly a joke, but at the same time, like, when they're when they're not out, like that was the whole really kind of sad part when Marinette took off the earrings. Is like they don't exist anymore. They're just in the earrings. So, like. I don't like they might not know each other because they're tied to their um, miraculouses and someone has to be wearing the miraculouses for them to exist or for them to be out. I'm I'm off this topic. I've 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 exhausted my my concern for Plog and Tiki. Okay, um, yeah, that's true. Though. But that it's was like, a serious point, though. That I don't think the Kwamis have interacted. Yeah, that no, it's an interesting point. Like, yeah, when when have they talked? Um, I don't remember what we're oh oh by the way like in the origins episodes Adrian's like now I'm gonna smell like stinky cheese all the time like why haven't we had this as a plot point on the show like for real like why hasn't Chloe be like oh Adrian honey you smell terrible like why hasn't that line no Chloe would be like you smell good like that's that's okay you're right that's what they do what's that that. what's your new (laughs) cologne that you're oh god you're right exactly yeah Sabrina go buy three bottles of it yeah (laughs) Sabrina comes back with cheese (laughs) (laughs) that'd be pretty good yeah um whether Chloe is still on track to being redeemed or whatever, like you predicted earlier on, Chloe is redeemed in my heart, and that is all that matters. So, um, we'll, we'll, yeah, we could do a Chloe. They're gonna, they're gonna redeem Chloe. Like if they, if we're, if in theoretical situation that we're gonna get everything we have ever wanted from the show, starting in season two, Chloe will be redeemed. Chloe so. is the sissy, and sissy is redeemed. So yes. Um, do you think we'll slightly off topic? Do you think we'll get a any mention? Not a crossover, probably, but any mention of Code Lyoko. Like, even if they just no, name no, drop no, Katic no. Academy. No, 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 no. I don't think so. You don't think they'll name drop Katic Academy? No, I think no. <sighs> Darn. Yeah. There goes I mean, my fan fictions. Uh, we need to start talking. I mean, the next thing to talk about is the Totally Spies crossover. Like, that's the. Please! <laughs> that's the oh, thing. so I can't have my Code Lyoko, but actually, Totally Spies will work. Totally um, Spies totally already spies- had a sequel. Which Totally, totally spies, spies character spies would you most want Marinette to meet? <gasps> the butler dude whose name I forget. I'm really? Sorry. That's it's who too- you're going to choose? No, oh, not him. Yes! No. Sam? Yeah. Ooh, I'm trying to... I mean, um, Sam, Clover, or Alex. Like, which one? Like? I can't remember because I haven't seen it in years. 
I mean, Alex. Well, Alex, Alex. is is uh, Buttercup, so obviously you would say that. But um, <laughs> Alex Just is so Blossom. <laughs> Alex is Blossom, so that's my choice. And also Clover's great. Clover is like more Chloe-ish than. But she's not like mean. She's just like you know. Well, okay. If we're gonna be real, Sam, like Sam. Sam, Sam's the best. Okay. Um, uh, any new info? Yeah, when we cover that. Um, the show was originally produced to be a two-day anime, and you can see the original trailer. Yes, I've seen it. And you can it's talk wonderful. about the way the two versions compare and how the show we've seen change from the original. P.S. The characters, in fact, not Adrian, but an entirely different person named Felix. Yeah. So this trailer was the first thing anyone saw about the show. Like this was what got super hype about it. Um, this is why the fandom exists. Yeah, and that's why that's why I was super hyped for the show to come out. So. I've, we could we could do a one on that though. Um, for the record, that w- trailer was partially made by the people responsible for Power Rangers. So that's yeah, a point it's, it's for made Justin. It's Toei Animation. Toei Animation, which yeah. is a subsidiary of um, Toei Studios, who made Super okay. Sentai, which was then converted into Power. It's Rangers. all just a big animation anime studio, so whatever. Um, the future, the current and future merchandise, I'm not requiring you to buy in order to talk about them. Oh, thank you for that. <laughs> uh, and um, the, and comic books that will be released. Okay, if we no, let's next. do no, let's do commercials, Dylan. Bye. Let's play. This uh, also for the walls. How would you feel if you were given the five inch Tiki plush that's released soon? Um, <laughs> I would not be able to sleep for days. That's the answer. <laughs> I'm gonna buy it. I'll buy I it. I would snuggle I'll... it every night. Um, I'd I, buy it. I found your Hawk Moth impressions hilarious. It would be so great if you guys can do what you did in the early FTSW days and do scripted role play, acting out whatever you want. Parody, <laughs> yes, please, yes, please, yes, please. Some things you'd except want Dylan, to see. Except Dylan and I will argue over who gets to be who gets to be marionette. So we're just. I'll be fight. Cat yeah. Noir. I'll be perfect. Some okay. No, now we sorry. can't do them. Yeah, no, no I'm not. Oh. So, sometimes I wonder whether our entire audience is just old FTSW listeners. Like, okay, thank yeah, you. Sometimes. Fan- thank you, Phantom Pearl, for referencing like a first half like FTSW <laughs> podcast. Okay, um, that yeah, we're not doing scripted impromptus, which is what that was called for. Sorry, not happening. So, but um, <laughs> that would be yeah. No, I would want to be Marinette. So sorry. Yeah, that's been fight. I want to be like, Cat Noir. Well, I could be Alia. It'd be okay. I mean, I was also on Abelia, but yeah, it's great. Okay. Um, just fight. Dylan and I would argue it wouldn't get done. Uh, okay. What do we, we want to end on? I don't know. Uh, I mean, we've, we've had enough discussion. So this is just more like a what to see. We could probably discuss season one and another one. There's a lot of topics. Uh, tell us what you would want to most see talked about. Um, we'll hopefully do the webisode soon. And I don't know. Uh, a bunch of stuff to talk about. Let us know your comments, of course. And also, if you leave a comment and you want to specify a, to be read on the podcast for a future one, I'm not going to like promise that we read comments every time, but you can do that, and that'd be cool. Uh, for those, you should email them, though. Like, look for the email at overlyanimated.com. Find out every other way you can do, uh, uh, leave comments and everything about us. Um, you can, uh, if you watch on YouTube, a lot of people watch on YouTube, subscribe to us on there. That'd be great. And uh, if you enjoy this podcast, leave us iTunes reviews, please. We don't have many on iTunes. And if we want to, uh, like, grow bigger, then that'd be good. Also, I don't we know. We love them. I should look to see if there are other Miraculous Ladybug podcasts. <laughs> like, are Probably. There, um, Crossover. I don't know. Not to. No, we just want to inter- know. We just want to know if they exist. Not to interact with them. Just to, like, see God. the competition. Jeez. We're going to scope I them out. I love to interact with people. No, scope. Reconnaissance only. No scope? 360 no scope? Headshot? Uh, no. I'm sorry. It's late. I'm tired. Delaney's like, is this my brother? Like, (laughs) for real, though. Sometimes, yeah, that's the way I feel. I'm sorry. I'm everyone's younger brother on this podcast. Let's, okay. Googled Miraculous Ladybug podcast episodes. Um, it is, uh, it is all us and then kids first coming attractions. What is this? (laughs) <laughs> Our greatest nemesis. 
<laughs> Kids First Coming Attractions, a weekly radio show hosted by the Kids First film critics. <laughs> what is this? Oh my goodness. Can I be one of them? You are a child, so I'm not a child. I'm an adult. We've been over this. I'm okay, This is not a. This is I not have a, bought a lottery ticket. This is not a. Oh my god! This is like watching <laughs> Dylan interact with past me. Like I just like. Yeah, it is. Really. Flashbacks. Okay, so they hard. are not a ladybug specific. Oh, they're really old. Wow, interesting. Ooh. Um, they're from 2011. I mean, we're older, but not this specific one. But um, right. yeah. So they're not. So we are uh, the only miraculous ladybug podcast on iTunes. So <laughs> even if you don't like us, you're you have us. one choice <laughs> to listen to. Yeah. Um, and I'm so sorry. It's me. Yeah, I am too, but that's okay. Um, so there's no anything which, which uh, this is the typical Justin Dillon dynamic, by the way. So listening, guys, oh. um, overlyanimated.com. Uh, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash overlyanimated. Thank you very much to Mitch Cordell, Beatrice Nate, Andy Jamie, Rachel, John Ryan, Catherine, and Taylor, a.k.a. Fever Mitch Cordell, University Beatrice Nate, Nathan Fillion, Buzz Like Your Mailman, Rich Rose, John Favre, Brian, Cook Cat, and To Be Determined. Um, for the record, we're, the current plan is to record these Thursday nights. Uh, it's our big podcasting night, and then we're going to release them on mondays so i'm not gonna see your feedback for the next one if it is uh post uh thursdays right so keep that in mind um and that might change though in the future and as of now next week is going to be on the webisodes but that requires prep work from me um and that's always sketchy so usually i just make <laughs> hashtag you, sketch dylan usually i just make justin do it so i don't i can't make him watch the you're not helping my point <laughs> the webisodes though so yeah i don't know well i don't know if we need to like have outlines for these but we'll see um yeah. i'll do the outline I mean, we'll we'll see what the topic is, but yeah, we just because Delaney refuses to do outlines, so uh, that's not what old Delaney did though. So I am the young boy of the podcast. If this was Japanese wrestling, they would call me the young boy. What is? What do you? What? Who we even need. Are we you? need to. Like, can we end this? Com- can we end this podcast now? Is it over yet? <laughs> what is, okay, we've had too much. Justin has never been on three consecutive podcasts before, which is what this was. So we can't. Oh thank you uh let, let us leave us your comments i really appreciate them thank you so much for your support for the ladybug podcast guys i really appreciate it these are our most listened to podcasts um so thank you very much. and y'all are really nice y'all are yeah. the nicest fandom yeah um definitely true. miraculous I guess, I guess i understand why now because we're the only podcast so like that's, <laughs> it's just that they have to be nice to us they yeah, don't scare us off we're ascend there's probably other ones that's not listed on iTunes. People just don't understand how to listing on iTunes, but whatever. Okay. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.